0: Hey, podcast listeners. Some of you may know that Oprah began having conversations about the deeper meaning of life and the world around us, even in the early days of The Oprah Show. When you look inward, then you can begin to create another kind of power. Because we know you love a Super Soul-style discussion. I went, aha! We opened up the vault of The Oprah Winfrey Show to handpick episodes that will enhance the Super Soul Podcast Library. Every experience in our lives is to teach us to learn to love. Please enjoy this past episode of The Oprah Winfrey Show on SuperSoul Conversations. Ever since I learned that I would have the privilege of interviewing today's guest, I've been referring to it as the interview of a lifetime. For me, it indeed is. I am thrilled that the day has finally arrived. A legend comes to life as we welcome one of the world's great heroes, Nelson Mandela. He became a universal symbol of hope and courage when he was released from prison after 27 years and went on to become president of the country that had persecuted him for so long. Nelson Mandela's life story has become almost mythical, a testament to the power of the human spirit and one man's ability to change the world by standing up for what he believed in. He is a universal hero. One of the most extraordinary people of all times. A man whose warmth, courage, and unshakable commitment to freedom has inspired millions of all ages and races all around the world. Few have ever had the global impact of Nelson Mandela. He is revered by the world's political figures, respected by our spiritual leaders, admired by other legends of our century. That same strength of character has been with Mandela from the beginning. His tribal name means shaker of trees or troublemaker. The name Nelson came courtesy of a local school teacher. She
1: says, you must have a Christian name. So I said, no, I don't have one. She says, you are from today, you are going to be Nelson.
0: A member of the Madiba clan, Mandela was raised among royalty. When he was 12, his father died, but his guardian, the tribal king, ensured he received the best education. When he was 23, he defied the king and fled to Johannesburg. In that city, he confronted the ruthless system of segregation called apartheid for the first time. Under those laws, brutally enforced by South Africa's whites, blacks could not vote, move through the country without showing a passbook or own property, injustices which angered and humiliated Mandela. During the 1940s, he became a lawyer and a partner in the country's first black law firm. He married and had three children. Mandela also joined the African National Congress, or ANC, to fight for peaceful change. That commitment quickly took over his life, so much so it destroyed his marriage, and Mandela divorced. Soon, he became a prominent figure in the fight to end apartheid, even risking prison by burning his passbook. Mandela's bravery, charisma, and physical strength made him hugely admired. In 1957, he met an attractive young social worker named Winnie Manicazella. Soon, Winnie says they were madly in love. Mandela swept her into marriage in 1958. Eventually, they had two daughters. Then, in 1960, security forces viciously attacked a peaceful demonstration, killing 69 black protesters. That brutal massacre changed everything. Leaving his family, Mandela went underground. He directed a foreign journalist to his secret hideout and gave this inflammatory interview rejecting nonviolence. It made him South Africa's most wanted man. There are many people who feel
1: that it is useless and futile for us to continue talking peace and nonviolence against a government whose reply is only savage
0: attacks. He was arrested, and in 1964, charged with treason. Facing the death penalty, he showed incredible courage. In an act of shocking defiance, Mandela astonished the nation wearing tribal dress at his trial, and by giving this speech one of the century's great rallying cries for freedom.
1: I have fought against white domination, and I have fought against black domination. I have cherished the idea of a democratic and free society. If need be, it is an idea for which I am prepared to die.
0: Just 46 years old, Mandela was sentenced to life imprisonment on Robben Island, the Alcatraz of South Africa. From the beginning, he refused to let the guards break his spirit.
1: I believe the way in which you'll be treated By the prison authorities depends upon your demeanor. And you must fight that battle and win it on the very first day.
0: During the long years of isolation here, Nelson Mandela was forced to do hard labor. He lost his oldest son and his beloved mother each time authorities refused to let him attend the funeral. Through it all, Winnie remained his greatest comfort, but he was haunted by his distance from those he most loved. He had reason to worry. Throughout the 1970s, the state responded to protests with increasing violence. During his imprisonment, Winnie herself was beaten, arrested, and constantly harassed. Even so, she fought to keep his name alive. By the 1980s, the campaign to free Mandela had ignited at home and abroad. His long captivity had made him a legend. In the late 80s, responding to international pressure, the government opened secret negotiations with Mandela. In February 1990, South Africa's Prime Minister, F.W. de Klerk, made an announcement the world was waiting to hear. I wish to put it plainly, that the government has taken a firm decision to release Mr. Mandela unconditionally. On February 11, 1990, Nelson Mandela walked free for the first time in 27 years. There's Mr. Mandela, Mr. Nelson Mandela, a free man, taking his first steps into a new South Africa. For Mandela and for millions around the world, it was a moment of incandescent joy. Nelson Mandela left prison free of bitterness and embracing forgiveness. It seemed in those first joyous moments of freedom that the struggle was over, but it had only just begun. It was among his country's saddest hours. As the white minority resisted calls for the country's first open election, violence erupted. Rivalries between black political parties exploded into vicious fighting. Soon South Africa stood on the brink of civil war, and Mandela was the only hope. Using the force of his moral integrity, he worked to unite his divided country, urging South Africans to seek reconciliation, not revenge. Go back to your schools,
1: factories, mines and communities.
0: We are going forward. In 1993, he received the Nobel Peace Prize in recognition of that effort. But it was a joint award with South Africa's President F.W. de Klerk. He accepted the award as a gesture of forgiveness.
1: This is not the time for me to speak of our justified the grievances of the past. As South Africans, this is the time for us to speak of what is best for the future of our country.
0: But as Mandela struggled to heal his nation's wounds, his personal life came under increasing strain. After 34 years of marriage, he and Winnie separated. Through it all, Nelson Mandela continued pushing for true democracy and the right to vote for all. Finally, six years ago, he achieved that dream. South Africa's first ever free election would take place April 26, 1994. Nelson Mandela would run for president. For two days, millions of people lined up across South Africa, waiting to exercise the basic right Nelson Mandela had sacrificed so much to attain. For black South Africans, including Mandela, it was the first time ever they could vote. As he cast his own ballot, Nelson Mandela told reporters it made him feel like a complete man.
1: Will you please raise your right hand and say, so help me God. So help me God. In May
0: 1994, after an overwhelming victory, Nelson Mandela arrived for his presidential inauguration. The man he appointed as his deputy president, former rival F.W. de Klerk, was at his side. As leaders from all over the world gathered to celebrate, Nelson Mandela made clear that he would lead a racially mixed government of reconciliation and gave this heartfelt speech. Never. Never
1: and never again shall it be that this beautiful love will again experience the oppression of one by another. The sun shall never set on so glorious a human
0: achievement. Let freedom reign. God bless Africa. It is one of the greatest honors of my career to welcome Nelson Mandela.
2: Every time Nelson Mandela walks into a room, we all feel a little bigger. We all want to stand up. We all want to cheer because we'd like to be him on our best day.
0: Thank God that the person who occupied the cell was able to live all those years in that way
2: without having his heart turned to stone mr president for millions upon millions of americans south africa's story is embodied by your heroic sacrifice and your breathtaking walk out of the darkness and into the glorious light
0: Madiba.
1: Madiba.
0: Wow. We are honored to be talking with Nelson Mandela, the former president of South Africa, whose unshakable courage, his faith and integrity have inspired millions to see what is possible in their own lives. I've had the pleasure, the honor, of meeting Mr. Mandela on a couple of occasions before. And I will tell you, to be in your presence is like being in the presence of royalty and grace at the same time. I wonder, how does a man spend 27 years in prison, put there by an oppressor, and come out of that experience with not a heart of stone, not a cold heart, but a heart that is willing to forgive and embrace. I remember talking to you one night over dinner, and you had said to me that our hatred for the oppressor was so intense we did not see the value of talking to him. So at what point did you see the value of letting go of the hatred and begin the process of talking?
1: Well, let me say first, that is a great tragedy to spend the best of your lives in prison. But although it looks ironical, there are advantages in that. If I had not been to prison, I would not have been able to achieve the most difficult task in life, and that is changing yourself. Mm. I would not have that opportunity. I had that opportunity, because in prison, you have what we don't have in our work outside prison. The opportunity to sit down and think, which is an
0: important part. Did you need 27 years of it, though? (laughs) Really? (laughs) You could have taken a few days, a week, (laughs) a vacation. Did you need 27 years? Well,
1: even. To try to change yourself is a process which comes in due course by also discovering what is happening in the ranks of the enemy. Mm -hmm. One thing we were not aware of was that uh, amongst uh, the warders, prison warders, Mm -hmm. there were those who said, let us treat these people harshly, not because we hate them, but because we now have a duty of saving white supremacy. Mm -hmm. They must not think that prison is a five-star hotel. Mm -hmm. But the others say, no, these people frequently win in history. Let us treat them very well in accordance with the prison regulations, so that if one day they win, they should give us also distant treatment.
0: Here's what Microsoft's billionaire Bill Gates and Oscar-winning actor Denzel Washington say about how Nelson Mandela influences them.
2: About six or seven years ago, my family and I went to, to South Africa. and We went to visit Mr. Mandela at his home, presidential home. We finally get to see Mr. Mandela and my little twins are like climbing up, giving him headlocks and stuff. But he was so sweet. He was so honest and, and, and genuine. I'll just say, uh, uh, Mr. Mandela, that I, I, I have, the, uh, as you know, obviously, the, the utmost respect for you and, and love for you. Uh, I've been so impressed by, by your humanity and, and your humility. Well, he's probably, of all the people in the world, the one I was most interested to meet because he's, his personal leadership made all the difference, his ability to step back and be wise, you know, can be explained through purely human values. The wisdom to think about what will be best and, and to sort of get people to stop and think. You know, when you're in his presence, you just want to listen, you know, to what he's saying. He's like, you know, the wisest person you've ever met.
1: Mr. Mandela, I believe that mine is a more useful life because of your life. I believe that I am a better human being than ever I could have been had I not been living in the time of your life
0: for your life and for all that it represents, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Sidney Hello. Poitier. That's lovely. I met him for the first time in 1950. Really? And then he ends up portraying you in the movie? Yeah. How did you get the racist guards to treat you with respect? You are in prison and you said, I will only respond to the name Mandela or Mr. Mandela.
1: Now that is true. Well, you have got certain obligations in whatever situation you find yourself. When
0: they'd ask you to call them boss. Well, that's right. That's true. Yes, yes.
1: You must fight the battle for dignity Mm -hmm. on the very first day you go to jail. Really? That's what we did. We put our foot down and insisted in being respected, even though we're prisoners.
0: And we eventually succeeded in that. Eventually, I know they thought that sending you to the lime quarry and working on the rocks would destroy you, but it did the opposite. How so?
1: I was in the company of great men indeed. Some of them more qualified, more talented than I am. To sit down with them to exchange views was one of the most revealing experiences I had. To sit down with those men and to exchange views, it enriched your own life. It fortified your morality. It gave you courage to do better than your best. And uh, it was also a collective effort which changed our minds and our approach in jail.
0: You'd also said to me one evening, you said, we made the brain dominate the blood.
1: No, that's true. Because we had that conflict. Our emotion said, Mm -hmm. the white minority is an enemy. We must never talk to them. But our brain said, if you don't talk to this man, your country will go up in flames. And for many years to come, this country will be engulfed in rivers of blood. So we had to reconcile that conflict, our talking the enemy was the result of the domination of the brain over emotions.
0: Okay, I'm still trying to understand, though. You began the peace talk, and you end up coming out of prison, and there is no bitterness. How is there no bitterness? Well, I hated oppression.
1: And when I think about the past, the type of things they did, I feel angry. But again, that is my feeling. The brain always dominates. Says, as I have pointed out, you have a limited time to stay on earth. You must try and use that period for the purpose of transforming your country into what you desire it to be, to a democratic, non-racial, non-sexist country and uh, that was a great task and therefore you had to reject all negative features in your own soul, Hmm. in your blood system and focus
0: your attention on the positive things during this 27 years i mean babies are born people come into the world who'd never heard of you you became almost a man of mythical proportions do you find it difficult to live up to that myth or did you when you first came out of prison because people looked at you as though you were not even real there you were nobody even knew because your your photos were banned nobody even knew what to expect you would look like and so Did you find that difficult to live up to whatever that was created? Well, that is one
1: of the things that worried me, to be raised to the position of a semi-god, because then you are no longer a human being. Right. I wanted to be known as Mandela, a man with weaknesses, some of which are fundamental. That worried me a great deal, especially because I knew it was not at the contribution of an individual which would bring about liberation mm-hmm. and the peaceful transformation of the country. And my first task when I came out was uh, to destroy that myth that uh, I was something other than an ordinary human being. Whatever position I occupied, it was as a result of my colleagues, and my comrades in the movement. Mm-hmm who had decided in their wisdom to use me for the purpose of focusing the attention of the country and the international community on me, not because I had any better virtues than themselves, Mm -hmm. but because this was their decision.
0: You say you are a man with weaknesses. Obviously, everybody has some. What are yours? Well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) there are so many that
1: if I started telling you about them, No, but really... Uh, This would take the whole day.
0: No, just a couple. (laughs) Just a couple that you think, you know, I wish I could do this better. What? Is there something like that? No. As I say,
1: (laughs) I cannot concentrate on myself, because I say Uh what has happened in South Africa is the collective act, the result of collective action, of teamwork. And it would be difficult for, therefore, for me to say, if I had done this, This would have happened Mm -hmm. as far as the liberation of our people.
0: You are not even, not modest, but a very humble man. I wanted to ask, because I think that is the, the characteristic that stands out for you above all of them, that you are a peacemaker inside yourself. And how do we begin, those of us who aren't leading countries but are just leading our own lives, leading our families, come to a sense of truth and reconciliation with ourselves, to be a peacemaker? How do you do that?
1: The first thing is to be honest with yourself. You can never have an impact on society if you have not changed yourself. And one of the most important weapons in changing yourself is to recognise that people everywhere in the world want peace. But humility is one of the most important qualities which you must have. Because if you are humble, if you make people realize that you are no threat to them, then people will embrace you. They will listen to you.
0: I think that. Mr. Mandela, President Mandela, has helped myself see the world in a different way because he has inspired me to keep going on. He makes you deep down believe in yourself that anything is possible. Mr. Mandela has inspired me to be a better person.
2: Mr. Mandela, um, I love you and I'm so very happy that I was born when I was born to witness this kind of greatness. What an incredible human being. I have the highest respect for you as a God spirit.
0: I wish that all the world could grow up and be like you. Thank you, Stevie Wonder, the Duchess of York. Sarah Ferguson. While in prison, Mandela has said he was haunted by feelings of guilt and shame for not being able to take care of his family.
1: One of the dreams I constantly had in prison was me going home and finding that there was nobody at home and being concerned as to what has happened to Winnie and the children.
0: He says Winnie's love and devotion sustained him during all those lonely years. For 27 years, Winnie fought to keep the Mandela name and all it stood for alive.
1: It will be. One man, one vote in this country, and there will be a majority government in this country led by Mandela.
0: Winnie was constantly under attack and ended up in prison several times. By the time Nelson Mandela was released, he had become the father of a nation, but at a painful price.
1: I have lost a great deal over those 27 years. and uh, my wife has been under all sorts of pressures.
0: Winnie had fallen into a series of scandals and her husband supported her unconditionally.
1: Now that i back, I have the opportunity to concern myself with my wife and uh, to try and assure her that her problems will now be shared by both of us.
0: But the relationship was strained after Winnie was convicted on a kidnapping charge in 1991. Then the Mandela marriage collapsed after reports of her infidelities.
1: My love for her remains undiminished. However, in view of the tensions that have arisen, we have mutually agreed that a separation would be best for each one of us. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope
0: you'll appreciate the pain I have gone through. Was that one of the hardest things for you to do? That is true.
1: For whatever reason, to part uh,
0: with a lady with whom
1: uh, you had enjoyed uh, some of the best moments in life, we had suffered and worked hard for your liberation and we had given you two beautiful children was not an easy decision to take. But I won't like to go into details, especially talking to a young lady as famous as you are.
0: <laughs> oh, you can tell me. <laughs> Do you feel that had it not been for Winnie Mandela, your name would not have been kept alive?
1: Comrade Winnie was part and person of that collective. It would be a mistake, however much brave she was, and nobody can deny that. However, however much she suffered, nobody can deny that. But the battle for liberation and for the release of prisoners and the return of exiles, the emergence of those who worked underground was the result of a collective effort, of a disciplined and organized struggle led by the African National Congress.
0: Well, following his divorce from Winnie, Nelson Mandela went through a period of deep sadness. But he found happiness again when he fell madly in love, we hear. The romance made headlines. (laughs) <laughs> Grasa Michelle was considered royalty, the beloved wife of Mozambique's founding president, Samora Michelle. But in 1986, she was widowed when her husband died in a plane crash. A president's wife in mourning with two small children, Grasa Michelle was called the Jacqueline Kennedy of Africa. I was very much in pain. I was a very hurt person and I was uh, lonely. Nelson Mandela was also suffering and lonely after his divorce. Their official duties brought them together. Meeting Madiba helped extraordinarily. It helped me really to be able to smile and to laugh again. Despite a 27-year age difference, their friendship grew deeper, and Mandela never seemed happier.
1: Late in my life, I am blooming like
0: a flower because of the
1: love and support she has given me.
0: She seems a good match for Mandela. Both are national heroes who share a passion for helping to change others' lives and for helping children. And on Mandela's 80th birthday, they exchange vows in a secret ceremony. This wedding on his 80th birthday, it was my present to him. Because I thought, what could I give to Madiba on that day? The next day, at a lavish birthday party attended by celebrities from around the world, a beaming Mandela introduced his new bride.
1: My wife and I say thank you very much.
0: Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. They have now been married two years, and Grasa says their relationship has brought healing and joy to their blended family. So would you say you're still blossoming? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I told you that there are aspects of this relationship which we can't discuss with a young person.
0: <laughs> I understand. How many what? grandchildren do you have now? Twenty-nine. Thirty-nine? Twenty-nine. 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 Thir- there are more coming. There are more coming. No. <laughs> Dr. Maya Angelou has a special message for Nelson Mandela. I
2: have enjoyed your freedom. Almost as much as if the chains had come from my legs and the bars from my door. I have so identified with the way you've survived and thrived. The man you were and the great, great man you've become. You enlighten all of us. You put light around our feet and around our heads. We are brighter
1: because of you. You have demonstrated that the task of a great leader is to take his society from where it is to where it has never been. And the remarkable thing is that you have not only done that for your people, but you have made your people become a symbol of what can be done for all the peoples in the world. And for this, we all owe you a profound debt of gratitude.
0: Thank you, Dr. Henry Kissinger. It was only six years ago, six years ago, that black people, any black person in South Africa, was allowed the right to vote. It was a day of euphoria. Imagine what it felt like, though, for Nelson Mandela, who was also voting for the first time at age 78 in an election that would make him the president. You've said that voting that day made you feel like a complete man. It did. That is true.
1: We all felt on top of the world. It was a justification for the sacrifices which have been made by our people since uh, the arrival of whites in this country.
0: Was there ever a moment, I wonder if this happens in other elections, where all the votes have been cast, you now know that you are, hello. (laughs) The votes have been cast and counted and recounted, (laughs) and you now know that you are the president. Is there a moment where you think, what have I done? Was there ever a moment of hesitation or fear or how will I now lead? Now, I
1: must remind you again that... I know uh, the
0: answer. It was not one man. (laughs) It was not not, one man. Yeah, not one man.
1: Now, we were a great team, confident that uh, we could run our country.
0: So Uh, you didn't feel alone at all? Not at all. Not at all.
1: And uh, you know, of course, that uh, hardly two years after I was elected president, I made a public statement and said, I have left the day-to-day affairs of government on the deputy president, Mm -hmm. -um Kabo And uh, it was not rhetoric. He actually ran the country. And I said, I was a de jure president. He was a de facto president. Mm-hmm. That is why the transformation was so smooth, because
0: uh, it just continued as if there was no break. But we were a team. Quincy Jones, Diana Ross, share how they've been moved by Mr. Mandela.
1: He makes me feel like a, a person, a, a, to be proud to live on this planet, to be able to do something, put something back in it. Knowing him makes me feel very, very special. He's a profound homeboy.
0: Meeting uh, Nelson Mandela to me has made me very conscious of trying to be the best that you can be. It just gives you hope and it makes you know that one person can make a difference. My friend Quincy Jones recently told me about a magical trip that he took to South Africa with five young people from a tough Los Angeles neighborhood. 21-year-old Omari Trice grew up on the rough streets of South Central Los Angeles, but in August he traveled 10,000 miles to the impoverished neighborhoods of South Africa on a mission that would change him forever.
2: You know, the spirit is so intense. You can feel it. When you step off the plane, it's a sense of humanity. It's a sense of family.
0: Quincy Jones brought Omari and four others from South Central to discover the homeland of Nelson Mandela and to build the first of a hundred new homes with Habitat for Humanity.
2: We also have come to work side by side with the South African people to learn about the culture and, if possible, capture the spirit and take it back to the States. It's accepting the responsibility doing the right thing and doing what's supposed to be done. I find joy in giving. I find joy in doing for other people. When I extend myself to other people, it fills a void within me.
0: The delegation helped build three houses in just a week, but it was meeting Mandela himself that stirred the real emotion. And when he walked in, you can
2: literally feel his presence. It's powerful, man. It is so powerful. When I met him the first time, I just I broke into tears right then. I just couldn't handle it. Everybody was in tears. You know, they felt what I felt. It just means a lot to me. I can't imagine spending a third of my life in jail and coming out and forgiving the people that put me there. I want to help people realize what he realized and what he helped me realize, which is, it's so much bigger than me. It's about us. It's about everybody that shares this planet. The spirit of Mandela lives in me now. It's like I can't shake it. It makes me appreciate everything more, everything.
0: Thank you, Mr. Nelson Mandela, for giving me this great opportunity and honor to share your presence with myself and the world.
1: Well, uh, you're an impressive but humble young lady.
0: (laughs) I've already told you. you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening.